I'm Jeremy Greer. I'm Chris Mosier. And I'm Bob Wes. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast that has covered every single episode of the TV super TV show Supernatural and is now switched to covering people that also cover Supernatural. Uh, welcome to our <laughs> guest, Bob Wes. Hey, Bob, how are you? I'm pretty good. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for, for guesting. Uh, looking forward to this whole conversation for the last few weeks as we've been planning this. So, uh, yeah, thanks for being yeah, here. Yeah, me too. I'm glad yeah, we finally worked out schedules. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um yeah chris are you are you doing well this fine evening i'm doing all right uh how are you i'm good i'm uh i'm, I'm i haven't talked about supernatural in like a month so i'm ready to, to get it's back been into a while. it i watched yeah. uh i watched bob's video about the finale and now i'm mad as hell <laughs> again right that'll, that'll happen <laughs> that will happen i'm here to fire up everyone once in a while yeah there. Uh, keep the keep the flames alive absolutely yeah. the, the, the pain of alive as long as people are in pain i'm still relevant so mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the that's what and that's that's a good, it's good you know it's that's a good that's a good thing to model your content after because people are always in pain um that's never gonna go away so. <laughs> pain is eternal and uh that's been monster of the week so see you next week everybody mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, Bob, for those that may not be familiar with you and what you do, do you want to kind of take a minute to describe your YouTube channel and, and the other various things that you get up to? Uh, yeah, I um, I just kind of take a look at random things with Supernatural. I don't really have a, a an agenda per se, um, kind of go where the, the wind blows. Uh, but yeah, mostly I, I do breakdowns. I started doing a sort of a breakdown of kind of the scope of, of Destiel in Supernatural uh, to begin with, and then sort of just branched into general episode commentary and season commentary and stuff like that. Excellent. Uh, I've watched several of your videos now, and uh, I'm it's always I'm always interested in getting like other people's opinions on Supernatural because it felt like Chris and I were for so long in our own little like just faraday cage because we were just yeah. we were just so disconnected from the outside supernatural world and it was only towards like the end of the show when we started getting to the end of the show that we started like having those connections into the back into the fandom so it was it's always super interesting and your, your stuff is very very good like it's it's a lot of fun to watch so well, thank you yeah i had kind of a, a similar thing where i had watched the show on my own i didn't even have like many friends who watched it and then sort of towards the end i was like i have opinions and i would like to say something about that <laughs> and then after that sort of met the the fandom at large i was like oh hello <laughs> yeah. so you guys also have opinions and you need to do you want to tell me your opinion no, no that's not the way this right. works i want to tell you my opinions <laughs> it is weird like watching a show even so, obviously, we watched the show prior to doing a podcast, but even with the podcast, like Jeremy and I, like you said, would mostly just be talking to each other and like have our bubble of opinion. And then as mm-hmm. that branched out, which is it is very important to branch out because as I've as I've looked back on everything we've done, I realize like week to week, I don't even know what my own opinion is. It just changed <laughs> constantly. And I think the format of the podcast, you know, only one episode per week and then sort of not doing anything supernatural related outside of that. Just I my opinions were all over the place. So sometimes it's very important to stop and check in with people who have uh formulated more um i don't know constructed opinions than what we had (laughs) (laughs) what uh what made you start watching supernatural originally oh i had a friend who tried to get me to watch it from like season one all the way up and i like i refused like outright i was just like nope we're not doing this i don't want i uh and then i sort of season eight hit netflix and i was sort of like i was just kind of having one of those days where you're really bored and you're like oh what the hell ever i'll open it up and look at it and i started watching it um what had stopped me from watching it i somehow mixed up supernatural and smallville so i thought supernatural was like a superman origin story i'm like (laughs) i'm not interested in this i mean i started watching it and i had that idea for like three episodes i was like Man, this is like some real avant-garde shit. <laughs> Superman is two guys in this one? I don't understand. <laughs> Which one of them is Superman? I didn't know he had a brother. <laughs> yeah. It was like, oh, like fourth one. I like look it up on Google. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> which one's Clark? <laughs> which one's Clark and which one's Lois? I need to know. <laughs> it's these two, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I shouldn't have asked earlier. Can I curse on this? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah 100%. Yeah. We're, cool. we're marked as, a, you know, adult on iTunes or whatever. And uh, yeah, parental I was, advisory. Like, I, I always yeah. curse like 7,000 times first. And I'm like, ah, 
crap, can I do that? Should I have asked uh -huh. that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Chris and I were discussing the uh, many and varied works of Clive Barker on our uh, other podcast the other day, um, which you can't, I don't think you can talk about Clive Barker without cursing so, or just saying yeah, a bunch of um, bad words. So. Without talking about cum magic? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so so when you started watching Supernatural, to take it back to the topic again, and you realized eventually this isn't Superman. Um <laughs> So obviously you started from season one, right? You said you said yeah. season eight had just come to Netflix. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, after you realized it wasn't about Superman, when did you feel like it, it started to be uh, a show that you liked, first of all? And then when did it develop into maybe something beyond I like this show? Um, I I liked it pretty early on, like, you know, pretty early into season one. I was just like, oh, this is great. Um, and then I had to call my friend who had tried to get me to watch it from season one. And be like, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> So was this was this friend trying to get you into it from the uh, airing of season one? So like what two thousand five? Yeah, yeah, from two thousand five. Oh wow! <laughs> okay, so you took eight years, eight years, yeah, give or eight take. Years, and yeah. then finally was like, oh crap! <laughs> I yeah. watched it at that point too. So I like, all right, we can watch it together. I'm sorry. Knock, uh, knock, knock. Uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a thing I've I've discovered I, I do I've done recently is I've started getting into shows or, or games or whatever it is or albums even that my friends were really into like ten years ago, fifteen yeah. years ago, and I'm like, hey, I know I never gave you the time of day when you talked about this back in high school, <laughs> but now I'm super into that thing. Will you talk to me about it? No, you don't want to talk about it anymore. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna miss that. Yeah. Miss that yeah. yeah. Chris has been talking to me yeah. about the uh, manga Berserk for probably. Since the minute I have known him, almost almost right. definitely like right. the moment that we met on Twitter, and I'm just now reading it in 2022. So <laughs> I'm a bad friend. That's hey, it yeah. happens. It happens. Sometimes it's hard to to really get into something when somebody is like cheerleading it super hard because you're like, no, wait, that's your thing. I don't want that's not my thing. You yeah. do your thing over there, and then eventually, if you like you said, you find your way to it because it's you're bored like, one day, and then suddenly it changes your life. Yeah. <laughs> It's also like kind of easier to like be like, oh, I haven't seen it than like the risk of like, I have seen it and I hated it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that is true. Here's a here's a question um, that I think we should ask more people uh, as we do these. Would you recommend Supernatural to a new person now? Probably. Okay. Probably. Excellent. That's a, that's good. pretty. That's yeah. I'll take that endorsement. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I would. I probably. think that I think my answer would be the same. It was just a yeah. firm. Probably. I would. Yeah. Like it would be a dialogue. Like I I couldn't answer it yes or no. Like if someone walked up off the street and was like, "Should I watch Supernatural?" I would be like, "I I I, I sit down. <laughs> we need to yeah. we need to talk. Yeah. We need to right. talk this through." Do you do you like uh do you like having a lot of TV to watch? First question. <laughs> Second question. Do you like pain? Um. <laughs> <laughs> what's your tolerance what's your pain tolerance um it is a it is it is a hefty thing to to recommend to somebody though 15 seasons i don't know how many hours that breaks down to but i bet it's more than a few yeah someone in our discord did the math when they were comparing that to uh the monster of the week podcast like how many hours of each and we're, we're definitely more hours than the show which is astronomically stupid on our part but that's sort of embarrassing yeah. <laughs> uh bob have you rewatched the at all since it since it finished yeah i've rewatched it a lot i mean you know for it's hard because i haven't done it in order because i i, I will rewatch an episode for a video i'm doing or something uh but i think i've rewatched almost the entire thing again since season 15 ended oh wow okay oh, wow that's awesome yeah <laughs> i uh, i like seeing people do the crazy orders um like i've seen some people do like a misha only uh run where <laughs> only episodes mm. with misha collins as castiel and it or uh, presumably misha collins as whoever he is playing that week um yeah <laughs> yeah he's yeah. got a few in there he's definitely got a few not as many as jared i think jared has the most alternate cast names really i think so yeah if i remember right i would have been sure that it would have been misha yeah me too um Jeremy, we're gonna need some data I, on this. Um, <laughs> you can. Get I want to hear those fingers Google. Twitter.com/slash/localbones to ask for any question. I think so. I, I remember looking this up and being surprised because uh, I was it was right around the time we started the podcast, um, and like Jared just had a list of AKAs after his name on the show. <laughs> like it was, yep. he plays Sam Winchester, AKA, 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 AKA. He would. He would. He would. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, what made you uh, start making videos? What made you kind of, I mean, obviously you have opinions and you want to share the opinions and you realize like, oh no, 
I don't want people to talk back to me. I just want to share my opinions to them. <laughs> um, which is why we started yeah. a podcast because we didn't want anybody to yeah. argue. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, like most things in my career, accidentally, I would say. Um, uh, so I got my husband really, really hard into Supernatural. Um, and he liked watching kind of those videos that were like kind of like funny, like crack humor videos. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I like made one for him. Uh, that I knew he would like really like and then I had put it on YouTube because it was easiest to to you know send it to him and he was like yeah just make that public so people can see it I was like yeah okay whatever um and then like some people were watching it and I was like uh hi all right uh, and then uh like despair aired and I was like uh, I have some emotions yeah maybe I'll just say them and then I'll have it out of my head and I won't ever have to think about this again mm-hmm Famous last words. Um, right. I made a video about that. <laughs> and I, I had accidentally in it, I had said, like, if I ever wanted to do this properly, like, look at it on a whole, it would end up being, like, a, like, 15 episode, like, or a 15 video, like, series. Uh, and so it's, like, better that I'll just get it out now. And then everyone was, like, I got a bunch of comments being, like, well, do that. Yeah. <laughs> I won't and, you know, it's COVID times. Uh, the film industry was dead and I was just in my room. I was like, yeah, all right, whatever. Uh, Cut to two years later. Yeah. <laughs> now, here we are. now this is my here job. How did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> how did the um, how did the Destiel thing work out for you as somebody who came in to it relatively late? Did were you did your friends kind of prep you for it and, and maybe even use that to say like oh you have to see these two characters or did you come at that naturally or like how did that develop? But like you know, I did exist on the internet, so like I definitely had heard about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I I knew. But it was weird because, like, there are a lot of shows where people ship people who I don't necessarily, like, see as, like, I don't see the ship. Um, name so five. I just sort of, like, Let's piss everybody very, off. Yeah. Name five. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> Can't name five. Um, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to put you on the spot. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, we're not making enemies here. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I just sort of dismissed it. I was like, yeah, that's probably a thing that I won't, like, you know, it'll be whatever it is and i was watching through you know Cass is even in the first few seasons which confused me because that's all i heard about and i was like um i guess i'll show up eventually um he showed up in season four i was like huh and i you know there's not there's chemistry between them but not like romantic chemistry for a while so i was just sort of like yeah okay so this is definitely just one of those things i'm not gonna see um and i think it wasn't until like halfway through like season six i was like huh we're going somewhere yeah yeah it is interesting when you you know be just being on the internet and you you see ships a lot whether for whatever it is and sometimes you eventually you know watch that show or whatever it is uh and you realize like those characters have talked to each other twice how is there so much fan art of these two it doesn't make any sense but i think the thing with supernatural is that you get in there and then you get to a certain point you're like this isn't this isn't like a fan theory this isn't like imagined like there's a lot in front of me on the screen like this is real yeah, you don't have to go looking. Because like explicitly, Jeremy and I like weren't looking for it when we started. Yeah. Like we were like weren't interested in any ships whatsoever. Um, mm-hmm. That's just not really like how we consumed media. But then getting to it and slowly over time being like, oh, like they have to be doing this on purpose. This is this yeah. is just seems so clear and obvious. Um, I think Supernatural is was very much trying to not do it on purpose, which is yeah. weird, but. <laughs> You would think after a certain point they'd go, oh, every okay, <laughs> let's yeah. just lean into it. But no, nope. I think the I think the yeah. finale made pretty clear that uh, there's a, and I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna just generalize every single person that worked on the TV show Supernatural, but like there's a kid, there's a big contingent of people that are responsible for creating Supernatural that have no idea why people like Supernatural. <laughs> like they just yeah. they just they haven't yeah. they haven't clued into it. I mean, and not everybody likes the show for the same reasons, and you know we can you know caveat 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 what all that stuff but like watching the finale especially i i just and then watching your video today bob like it just reminded me the three music montages and the two different versions of carry on my wayward son and the the blurry wife blursula and like the (laughs) the whole situation just and just thinking like who 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 were you guys like this is all fan service for for fans that don't exist i think (laughs) like i don't know who this is for (laughs) Is this for the like twelve fans on 
Facebook that I saw. Being it's like, always the Facebook yeah. fans. It's always the Facebook fans. <laughs> <laughs> they live in a realm of their own. Yeah. You're like, I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> God, thank God they're on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's very funny to me. Yeah, it is bizarre that it seems like supernatural and i feel like i'm repeating myself at this point but supernatural seems to think that they were still in that that like x files days audience or like i don't even know if x files is the right example because that was such a popular show but they're like no only like nerdy dudes and like rock and roll people like this show i'm like i don't know if that was ever the case (laughs) man (laughs) it's like you certainly have them too but they're not going to stick around for everything else and since you had everything else right right your audience right. is different than you think and it, it, it is further wild to me because i feel like supernatural probably has uh outside of something like star trek or maybe star wars but has, probably has like the biggest one-on-one or maybe not the biggest but the most one-on-one interactions between you know actors on the show and direct fans right like they're mm-hmm. supernatural is one of like the biggest convention shows ever uh, and they do, I mean, especially before COVID, they were doing convention after convention after convention, and you could always, you know, get photo ops. And I just, like, I can't ma- imagine people looking at the the pictures that would come out of there, other people are hearing the stories and going, yep, montages. <laughs> That's what we need in our yeah. final episode. <laughs> right. I can't get over uh-huh. it, man. You, Bob, you, 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 you did the math and came up with, like, I think it was 22.5% of the finale is a music montage. And it just, I haven't, yeah. I haven't, I haven't rested since. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, I have no, I no, no peace. Too. I'm like going through it. I was like, oh, it's way worse than I thought. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, man, that's ridiculous. I was like trying to prove to myself that I was like over exaggerating, and I was like, ah, oh, didn't do that. <laughs> so you made you made this video about despair, right? And was this mm-hmm. was this before the finale had aired? That you the time that you made the video? It, when I recorded it, I actually am not sure if I uploaded it before or after the finale. Uh, I think I might have uploaded it after the finale. Mm. Um, it was a while ago, but <laughs> so you could already see so you probably already you already had your hopes dashed at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the time I, I think I, by the time I posted it, I was just like, uh, well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> There's no coming back. It is weird to think. Uh, Jeremy, when did we finish the podcast? Like two months ago okay. or so? That sounds good. Um, I don't. Yeah, it's <laughs> roughly is, two months ago. What is time? And when we when we watched, <laughs> none of us knew when we did things. <laughs> yeah, right. When when we watched the final episode, I like cried my eyes out, which I did not expect to happen. That's not something I experienced a lot in my life. Um, with with you know media with TV shows. Um, and since then, it feels like I've thought less and less and less about it because. I grieved the show and now the more that I've thought about it, it really did feel like something died for me with that ending. Um, even at the time, I didn't even hate it that much because I was so emotional about everything and it made me feel so many feelings mm-hmm. that I, I didn't have like hatred for it. But as time has gone on, it's like, wow, what a what a fart, what a wet fart way to end <laughs> your series. <laughs> like what the hell, like to go from this, this meteoric, emotional moment in in season 15 episode 18 to then just to to blursula and to and to montages in the finale it's just um it's that's unprecedented (laughs) shit fart at the end there it's a it's easy to overlook to the i think episode 19 um which chris you you described on the podcast as like five episodes compressed in the space Mm -hmm. of of one and bob today I, i heard you to call it like a Stephen Moffat Doctor Who episode, which is like, oh, we have yeah. 120 minutes of ideas into a 40 minute TV show. Go, yeah. um, and it it's easy to overlook because it's just middling. And the finale, I think, is you have such a, a strong emotional reaction to it, uh, and then 15, 18, you have such a strong emotional reaction to it, no matter like what part of that spectrum that you're on. And then 15, 19, yeah. it's like, oh yeah, we wrapped up that plot thing. <laughs> we yeah, we went ahead and so just bizarre. did all the plot stuff. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't make sense why they wouldn't at least stretch that plot out over the two episodes that they had um, and then maybe not do 45 minutes of montage. (laughs) I do think that, but then sometimes I remember the long scene in which Lucifer is just building a house of cards and go, maybe 
we ran out of plot for that, despite the fact that I think we had way too much yeah. plot for it. We somehow also ran out of plot for yeah. it. They had all the ideas, but no idea how to like fill them in. Yeah. It was just the headlines yeah. without any of the context. Yeah, I had, oh. yeah, yeah. I had somehow blocked all of the Lucifer scenes out of my memory, and now they are all rushing back. Yeah. And I, my ears are burning. I'm just getting really angry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Every time that we talk to a guest, we're like, okay, let's we'll let them talk. But instead, we just end up complaining about the end of Supernatural. <laughs> That's what Supernatural is for. Yeah. It's just a therapy catalyst. Yeah. <laughs> right. We all find right. comfort in each other. Men will do a podcast about 324 episodes of television as opposed to going to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did, um, I'm curious, like, because you, you said you weren't really, you didn't really have a direct connection to the, the, the wider community or the fandom of Supernatural when you, when you started making these videos, because uh as we found out like Destiel can be a, a very hot button issue uh it's <laughs> like how like how well were they received like were did you get any of that negative feedback that make you go like why am i even doing this if this is the kind of stuff i'm getting or was it mostly just positive i think i got lucky it was mostly positive um uh which was good because I was expecting when I started putting out, you're like closing your eyes and like hitting the send button, just really like, I hope that went well. <laughs> um, I, I think I was at a bit of an advantage uh, being a bisexual guy, just talking a little bit about bisexual guys, you know, in general, like uh, specifically in film industry. Because mm. I started my first video that I actually did and like, and you know, structured a lot of it was just talking about like the history of, you know, queer media basically um and it's something i know very well and something i can talk about so it kind of broke the ice so people are like oh, okay this guy seems all right and then they're willing to to hear me out after that <laughs> well good i'm glad that that was the case uh we got we got kind of adopted by the the overarching nice destiel community um pretty early yeah. on and then as we as we continued to watch the show like there was definitely some people um we, we we got a complaint recently that said we were uh, we got an iTunes review that said we we're uh, too mean to Sam, and so she only gave us four stars instead of five. She loves the podcast, but uh, we we lost a star because we we're too mean which, to Sam. Which I always felt like we were way too nice to him. Maybe it's like, we do make a lot of jokes at his expense, rightfully so. Rightfully so. But I always yeah. felt like I was the Sam defender. Like I'm like I'm the only guy who likes this idiot. Okay, well that's I guess that's my problem right there is assuming that everyone hates him. Maybe that's sort of circled back to. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's that's such a bizarre thing. But yeah, we were sort of adopted by um, that side of the fandom, which I do think helped inform our perception of the show um, mm -hmm. in and in, in ways that I, I guess I well, never really I expected. Yeah, I got an email once that said I was too mean to cast, which was wild. Interesting. <laughs> wow. It's just like I guess I hate my favorite character. Our uh, our one of our very early, 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 early pieces of feedback uh, was a was somebody who um, I, I will never forget this quote till like I'll be saying this to my, wife on, this to uh, my wife on my deathbed, on my deathbed where she deathbed. says where they said I am a witch and I can help you with the lore. <laughs> <laughs> and i just i remember reading that to chris and thinking i don't i don't do we need help from a witch i don't know I, <laughs> I, in, do. ret in retrospect i think that we should have accepted that offer no, i was gonna say like that doesn't come knocking all the time no man. it's not often that a, a, a witch a, uh, i can assume a lore master comes knocking on the door and says hey i've got some info for you usually you've got a um i don't know talk to an old college professor or mm -hmm. like meet somebody at a yeah. weird diner the way that sam and dean usually gather intel um, yeah. but this person came to us came to us yeah. and we and we you know I we, did, we didn't I accept it i was I, I think i was very nice on the response i can't remember what i wrote but i just i responded to everybody back then so yeah yeah you said please dm at local bones on twitter <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what i did <laughs> Uh, so Castiel is the favorite character. I was going to ask that when we started talking about Sam and Dean, and then you, you just kind of mentioned it just then. Yeah. Uh, I'm just coming out of the gate with it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, yeah, bar barely, because it's hard to really pick between the three of them, but I think a slight edge, I, it's just because I identify with Cass. That seems to be, um, I, I, I like Castiel as a character, but I think even more so with, I think it's just the huge amount of people that see themselves in him. Um, mm. It just makes yeah. it makes me think that he'll be one of like, in 10 years, people will still be talking about like the impact of Castiel more so than the impact of Supernatural specifically. If that makes I do sense. wonder if Castiel is going to be kind of become that like 
iconic thing that people will think about when when they talk about supernatural um i mean it seems like he had the most profound ending out of any of the characters um Mm -hmm. he's also he's got the most iconic fit you know that trench coat that's (laughs) not going away i know they kind (laughs) of stole it from from constantine or or whatever they took it from i don't remember um lucifer is that what they took it from jeremy it was it's it's kind of a constantine vibe but like not i mean it's not important it's a castiel thing now um (laughs) he's he's the icon he's the icon of the show um after a certain point anyway that's weird i mean my favorite character was for most of my time watching the show was sam uh, but when I think of Supernatural, the, the first thing that comes to mind is Castiel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot of times what I think, uh, when I tell people, when, they, when going back to that, like, would you recommend Supernatural? Like, absolutely. Um, like, it's a really good show. And then it gets a lot better in season four, which is a real hard sell for people. Like, you got to watch like 48 episodes and then yeah. and then a character will show up that will change your, your entire outlook on everything. <laughs> it's funny because yeah. 10 years ago, I used to be like, well, you just got to get through like the first half of season one and then it gets good. <laughs> and everything has yeah. sort of changed. The perspective of everything has changed so much oh, as as time has passed. But of course, as the show itself has grown, too, and um, and what the show, I guess, became sort of changed. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a wild show to to try to like figure out where each individual person is gonna start like really getting mm-hmm. hooked it's like my husband was like episode two wendigo his favorite episode of the entire show so like <laughs> hell yeah hell got yeah him immediately it was like wow. uh and then like i have other friends who will be like kind of done with season one they'll be like uh, and i'm like keep watching i know you're gonna like it just, just <laughs> mm-hmm. i think i got hooked um uh to my shame i think it was whenever like when the episode where john finally uh comes back to to meet them um i think the vampire episode whatever that's called uh because the the mystery i didn't know anything about supernatural when i started watching it it was like 2008 um and the mystery was where's dad what happened to him so i'm just hooked i'm just interested in this mystery what's going on with this where's this guy (laughs) um and then he finally shows up and 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 they hunt vampires together and then there's a there's a series of like cliffhangers and they start really building out the lore at the end of season one um and then uh, after that it, it definitely fucked up my life for a couple of years when it was all i really thought about but yeah. that's that's what it really got me <laughs> the the years leading up to yeah. the season five finale were uh and, and i know I, I know like the first five seasons are great it's kind of an old hackney trope with with supernatural nowadays mm-hmm. but um I, I was watching them like week to week like they were appointment watching television for me and my wife like i from the very beginning i was i was hooked i was all in and that build up, that like explosion of the lore and like bringing the angels in and doing all this weird God stuff and then leading up to the apocalypse. I mean, I was so excited about Supernatural and then kept going like season six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Like I was all into it. Uh, my wife eventually fell off, but like, I don't know. I just, I just loved the world and, and, and everything. And yeah, I just, I don't know, man. Like I, it's, it's such a, it's such a fun show um, until it turns into, you know, horrible pain, <laughs> emotional pain. <Yeah. laughs> and even that's fun too. So. Yeah, I watched, uh, you know, obviously I watched through eight, eight when it was on you know, Netflix and then I ran out of episodes and I was like, ah, heck. Yeah. <laughs> what have I done to myself? <laughs> Time to start a YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I, I started watching, um, you know, episode by episode uh, until partway into season 13 and then I stopped until season 15 was airing and then oh, I came back oh, and had to catch up and everything. Uh, again from Shane the same guy who tried to get me to start from the begin with he was like it's the last season you have to catch up together so I have someone to talk to and I caught up and I started watching it and like three episodes in he stopped watching it weekly I was like you oh my god (laughs) wow betrayed cool now I'm here set you up to experience that pain live in real time when you could have you could have watched the internet react safely and know that you know that you were going to feel these feelings instead you had to walk into it blind and that's not very fair and alone brutal unbelievable yeah the audacity that's his payback for me yeah keeping waiting eight years right who needs friends when you have friends god I, I am jealous that you got to watch uh, live, though, because uh, I got to say, I think when season 15 came out, we were still in season 13 on the podcast. And that was at the point where we had both caught up to uh, the episodes we had seen previously before we started the podcast. So we were all in new territory. And uh, 
and just trying to like neo in the matrix dodge spoilers was just so hard oh, like yeah. you would open up twitter and it'd be like and of course you know 15 to 18 happened and then all of a sudden i knew there was going to be a super jail and that castiel went there so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't avoid that at all but uh just try, is, trying it, to avoid some of the finale stuff was really difficult it yeah. seemed like it got spoiled like immediately like you couldn't avoid it which is fine but from only seeing the the light little out, outer details i just thought completely the episode was castiel just confessed his romantic love to Dean, like, oh my God, this show really did it. After all this time, they really, really did it. And that was my out of context perception. So it just seems like, isn't that the best thing in the world? They actually did it. After all these these years, they actually did it. And then it's like, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, and I didn't get that but for a little while. It wasn't, I think, until the finale aired. Um and slowly seeing the vague reactions uh and then and then over time kind of piecing together you know bits and pieces of information and realizing oh that was a pretty big butt that they dropped after that (laughs) i was lucky because i kind of got to prepare myself a bit because i remembered misha giving an interview saying that the episode despair but he he didn't title it but that episode was his last episode and so i like as they were coming back, everyone's like, I can't believe that you don't think that he'll be back for the finale. And I was just like, mm. he said he wouldn't be. Once upon a time, mm. I remember that. I guess we should have known. The episode's called Despair. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's you know, they didn't indicator. title it. They didn't title it Love. You know, that's a pretty different <laughs> vibe. <laughs> They didn't. They didn't call it. Um, they buy a house and get some chickens. <laughs> <Right. laughs> I, yeah, I didn't see any chickens. Yes, this is no chickens um, whatsoever. Uh, what was the, What was what was watching like despair like and seeing that confession for the first time as as somebody who you know? I mean, obviously, like there's basically hardly any representation of bisexual men in any media at all. Like it's still. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, you know, queer men is one thing because that seems. Um, it, it seems not necessarily standard, but it seems like there's representation there. But like, if you yeah. mention the word bisexual, even to men or women, it's like the room clears out in Hollywood or something. It's yeah. it's really strange. It's yeah, it's great. I love it. Um, <laughs> uh, watching it live was an, an experience because I didn't think they were going to do it until they actually did it. And I mean, the entire speech and everything, I was like, expected them to like kind of pump fake like pull back at the last second so like yeah you think it's romantic but like we're not committing um and so i just kept watching i was just like man you're gonna have to pull back hard how are you guys gonna save this what are you guys about to do and then like he says i love you and i was just like oh oh Oh, yeah Yeah, they did it they absolutely did it I i was like bracing myself so hard for how they pulled back that i didn't have a big reaction when it happened because I was like, I kind of like shut everything down. I was just kind of staring. And then like after it goes to commercial after that, I was sort of like, huh. <laughs> My husband next to me is just crying. And I was just like, wow. <laughs> like, wow. What? So when when did the commercial break happen? Do you remember? Uh, it's got to be. It's got to be after you see because he goes to he, the the. Yeah, he goes into the the ooze, and then it's just Dean sitting there. And sobbing. Then if you're watching yeah. it not live, and then you got to watch like a Geico <laughs> commercial or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What the fuck? And then a lizard comes on the screen, it and it's not Edgar, fuck our that friend. Lizard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I gotta look yeah, at a fucking right gecko. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you don't know my pain guy yeah. what the hell i'm cracking up um, thinking about your husband sitting there like openly weeping uh on a show that you you made him watch and that you yeah. made him get into and then now you're just like stoic bob over there not feeling yeah, anything like, huh. wow <laughs> i could say 15 percent on my car insurance man come on what are you, what are you thinking about right over there <laughs> yeah and then it it doesn't even cut back to Dean. It cuts back to Jack and Sam like coming out of God. the silo. And what are they even doing in that silo? At that point, you don't remember. You don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was like a year ago. I don't know what's going on. Are like I recognize the tall guy, but who's the little one with him? I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> My world has changed. <laughs> God damn that commercial break. 
Uh, yeah, it was not good. <laughs> it was. I will say the finale was way worse every time it cut to commercial. Oh god! You're just like, you're just like what the fuck is gonna happen gone. next? How many how many commercial breaks were in were in Dean's death scene? Were like three or four. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was one exactly before and exactly after. I think it's funny, Jeremy, yes. since we recorded, has been joking about how long it, that was and how comically <laughs> long it was. At the time, I was crying too hard at the time, so I don't really remember. But every time now that I remember it, it just gets longer, longer and longer, longer yep. and longer to the point where I'm like, okay, they go to like a pie festival. And then and then I guess there at that night, Dean dies at the place at the pie fest. I can't remember them traveling. <laughs> And then he's dying for 34 minutes. And then there's a flashback, I think. And then Sam's old. And that's it. And then the crew is there. The, the entire crew is there. Oh, man. I, uh, I, that's the, the Dean dying thing. Uh, not, not to, I don't want to spoil a movie that people potentially haven't seen, but I was watching the new Spider Man movie and a character dies, just a random character dies. And they, spend not as long as they did with dean but they spend a pretty long time dying and like laying on their mm -hmm. back and like giving a speech and and you know telling peter parker that he's a good boy or whatever whatever it is um mm -hmm. and i just every time i see a death scene now i just immediately flash back to just <laughs> dean winchester pinned to the wall and mm -hmm. not able Start to the timer. <laughs> yeah and i just man uh somebody i think it was somebody on our discord did the math and um or looked it up and the place they were in the like the average emt response time is like three and a half minutes <laughs> so, yeah. and i think it's like a 10 minute death scene or something so yeah this was this was a, this was a homicide on sam's part yeah. <laughs> sam winchester <laughs> kills team this is this oh, no. is what this is manslaughter like something something like that yeah. <laughs> oh dude yeah it's yeah that and it's also hard because like um you know, in addition to film, I was an EMT for for a number oh of years. Oh my god! Oh. So it's a double whammy. Yeah, you know, it's a double whammy. Uh, and then, he, and so, so you watch a man die for seven minutes, and then somebody tries to convince you to buy a Toyota truck. It's just yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> wait, did wait, did Supernatural did did Despair and did those three episodes air during Toyotathon? And I just not know that because that's a huge oh, lore. That's a huge lore know. idea of truth. I just can't. I just can't imagine having to experience those feelings live with commercials. Me either. Like that's yeah. that's brutal. That that hurts. Especially because CW, because they're you know frantically boiling water out of a sinking ship, um, <laughs> has more commercials than a normal right like, television thing so normally you have about 45 minutes of tv and about 15 minutes of commercial but they have like i think 23 minutes of commercial wow so, you know, like, that does make sense that does make sense little content yeah oh god oh because i i think if if teen's gonna take that long and then they hit you with that geico commercial and then you come back and, and i might forget i might forget what just happened i'm still fucked <laughs> yeah. up from despair two weeks ago yeah. i'm still thinking about that i don't remember who all these characters are anymore and then i, so I come back and i'm like wait where's so there's the tall one where's the little one that's always with him i don't remember <laughs> why is the I, tall one old it says chris yeah, yeah. Well, see, you, you get, that's why the music montage is there they don't say anything you have some wild to kind of like remember like oh yeah these oh, guys again these well, these, like, these fellows <laughs> I'm curious after after all these episodes and after the series ended the way it did like what is your like level of faith in uh Jensen's new project like this prequel which was recently like he was I guess he was saying something at a convention and it's like it's also going to have like flash forwards and like it's going to be a very it sounds flash like forwards a, to what to like modern day <laughs> to like modern day supernatural just, stuff to like Sam just yeah just Sam Winchester I guess being 104 years old with a blurry wife in the background that he has no pictures of whatsoever um <laughs> Like what is what is your level of faith that they can uh, bring back some of the some of the magic of supernatural and like and and really like make something good because I I am all over the place every time I hear something new I I just shake my head and I'm like I, I what <laughs> yeah I mean that's me too I have no idea like I I'm like on the one hand they could like nail it they definitely have enough materials in their hands that they could really make this work. But also, there are so many pitfalls yeah, right, that right. they could just stumble into, and it's like I'm, I'm not sure. I think that I will not like a lot of parts of it, but I think it might still be good. Does the uh, CW currently make anything that people consider to be good? 
currently currently and like i was like is there anything that like people are into i've watched i watched season one of nancy drew i thought that was pretty cool but that's, i think people are like, still like really into riverdale right like that people like oh river okay riverdale is still on is that still going? I, I don't i don't know yeah, I, don't, I don't i've never watched I, I watched the first episode and was like uh I'm, I'm good i'm not gonna because there's you know there's the this is like a format that you have to hit you know big movies sometimes do this you gotta you gotta appeal to that to that audience and i wonder if cw still has a formula that they try to hit with supernatural outside of their standard formula i think so a little bit but yeah thinking about was, they were doing kind of like teen melodramas mm-hmm. and right. then supernatural doesn't quite hit that category and it doesn't quite hit like that DC, you know, we're straight up superheroes and, and it's not quite costumes. like an old man show, but it's also yeah. like, it, you know, it's not not an old man show, but it's also has this massive audience of yeah. like really young teenagers. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, getting down to my my when you get the demographic breakdown on YouTube, my like largest like age range is the like 18 to 35. But I have a good chunk of under 18 and a good chunk of over 50 wow. so wow interesting it's like this this kind of has a, a pretty broad audience mm-hmm. i mean i always say you know my dad watched all of supernatural live you know he uh mm-hmm. he told me it's a season uh, or he's despair i think was his favorite episode of the season um but he's you know 65 years old he's totally outside mm-hmm. of who you would expect to like supernatural but that dude he stuck with it the whole time <laughs> for 15 damn years <laughs> i tried to get my dad to watch it he watched one episode he was like yeah no thank you you got farther than <laughs> i did i gave my dad my uh, blu-ray copies because i knew if he watched the ones on netflix with the bad music like i, I would never get anywhere right like right. I didn't think that if that you have happen. just like a little bit of like ignorant rock and roll in there like that'll get yeah. that'll get a lot of older men into <laughs> exactly. it exactly yeah i'm like if it could if they could have put some limp biscuit and some incubus in there like maybe that would have fully hooked him but unfortunately they did, it, was, it was still too early He's of a different generation, I see. <laughs> but um, I got my dad hooked because he, like, w- came in while I was watching the uh, Changing Channels episode, mm. and he's going. Uh, they're in the Impala, and the Night Rider theme is is playing. And my dad like comes in, like, "Are you watching Night Rider?" <laughs> I was like, "What are you watching?" I was like, "Supernatural." I'll send it to you. It was that same episode that got my sister to watch it. I had it on. She came in. She was like, "Are you watching Grey's Anatomy?" <laughs> Yes. Is that the guy yes. from Gilmore Girls? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> to say yes to every question. Yes they and ask. yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I don't. Like we convert people to religion. We're like, oh, have you seen? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's wild. I mean, like, because people. Um, I've told the story on the podcast, but like, I've, I'm very careful who I tell uh, people that I have like who i tell that i have a supernatural podcast because it gets crazy answers from people like one person just straight up asked me if i was a 14 year old girl which was like a weird question to ask like a 38 year old dude sitting at a bar but um and then i had a completely wild experience in new orleans with a woman who's a drunken woman who just started ranting about jared padalecki which we won't get into here um so it's 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 very like the the people that you meet that know supernatural and of course the people you see online and like the people that consume this stuff is very very interesting but like i think chris you ran into someone the other day who like watched the show and liked the show but like had no didn't know the word destiel had no oh like, yeah online, yeah yeah it, like, uh, and i'm just fascinated by like this dude watching supernatural like, in this yeah, tiny little six bubble. months ago uh <laughs> at a party meet this dude um my fiance brings up like oh chris has a supernatural podcast blah blah, blah. and he and then he starts to- just talking about it like oh so, and i was like oh um so what did you think about like the the Destiel moment? And he was like, "What's that?" And I just was like, "Oh, <laughs> what?" <laughs> like you're like you're like a young. He was younger than me. I just assumed like you're on the internet, you'll know about yeah, it. Yeah. He had no idea what I was talking about. You're on um, Ao3, right? The kids like you're on what? Ao3, right? No, oh, no. <laughs> oh, you're probably in the Facebook fan group. That's what it is. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is. It's interesting. It's you, you know you never you never know. It is always the the people you least expect. At least in my experience. Um, Oh, I, I don't remember what it was. A couple months ago, I was watching some gamer thing. It was just like, you know, five or six dudes in their 30s talking about a video game. And then uh, suddenly they all bring up Supernatural and all of them had seen all 15 seasons. And it was just like a passing comment. And then it was over. I was just like, whoa, what? Really? I didn't. Yeah. I, I thought it was. Whoa. All right. OK, interesting. It's one of those weird things where like the most random people will be into it. And then mm-hmm. like, but yeah, I also I don't bring up my YouTube channel a lot with people. There actually aren't even a lot of people that I'm like friends with that know that I, I do this uh, funnily. 
Um, and it, it's, I, I know some people in the film industry who worked on Supernatural and they don't bring up that they worked on Supernatural <laughs> in like other film sets because it, like, it's got a perception. That's interesting. My parents will, will text me sometimes and be like, uh, oh, what's the name of your your podcast? I never know why they're asking me. So I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry. I can't remember. I can't remember. Um, my cousin was just telling me she uh, was like, oh, my coworker listened to all of your podcasts. I was like, what do you mean? Um, and she said they were talking about podcasts or whatever. She she is, is able to look at a phone and figure things out without having to text somebody. So she said, oh, my cousin has this monster of the week, blah, blah, blah. And this dude, you know, another guy, an IT guy in his 40s, just absolutely loves i don't i made up the it part and the 40s part oh, those Jesus are just details Who is those are person? details i made up he was an adult man that's as far as i know okay, um, okay. but but yeah he listened to the whole thing and loved supernatural whatever just another person you know i guess and i think i think i guess my perceptions just sort of shaped around um twitter the people that we interact with on on twitter yeah. um tend to mm-hmm. to skew um to a certain way so i'm always just surprised when there's these random dudes who i'm like oh what's up dude <laughs> hey you like yeah. this too man <laughs> oh right on <laughs> yeah they came for the rock and roll and the muscle car and then they stayed for the the sad sappy moments yeah I, I, as they should you know I, when i started watching the show it was very much like oh like classic rock and shooting ghosts like this is going to be great and then they mm-hmm. just killed it with the character stuff right and like they kept yeah. And I say killed it with like a, a large asterisk on the side. So I know there's a bunch of exceptions mm-hmm. to it, but like the characters of the show, completely flawed as they are, like are the reason that I kept coming back every mm-hmm. every week and would have kept doing it even if we hadn't done the podcast. I had slowed down on watching Supernatural around season 11 um, when they brought Mary back and I was like, did really we got to do that i I think uh i think this is the type of show that if they had just switched to like a slice of life show or it just became like a courtroom drama but it's sam dean and Cass, Mm -hmm. i think that people still would have watched i think at a certain point it stopped being about hunting monsters i mean obviously especially you and i jeremy i know that was a big part of why we loved it to begin with but at a certain point yeah it is just about the characters it is just about their relationships um and i think that they they maybe maybe they should have switched something up at some point and changed the premise and just kind of rolled with it i don't know bob you work in the uh movie industry fix supernatural for us real quick you get about five do you mind (laughs) do you mind (laughs) oh quick i left my notebook in the other hand (laughs) I, it just they needed to figure out I think half of the half of the people working on it thought that they were still doing like an episodic kind of week to week monster hunt and half of the people thought they were doing a character driven drama and those two people never figured their shit out between each other <laughs> and both just continued to write what they thought the show is about right so you ended up with like a weird like this episode really doesn't have any character stuff and this episode has only character stuff and I think they could have struck a balance that maybe in the long run was a little more, you know, balanced. Actual, actually <laughs> yes, balanced. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, never forget like that first, first few episodes of uh, season 15, which is like, oh, we let all of the ghosts out. And then like four episodes later, it's like, okay, time to go on a memory quest or <laughs> don't something. Don't worry. Don't worry. We got all the ghosts back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Supernatural, we love you. Kevin, too. Do we have anything nice to say about it? Obviously, if we're making content about it, it's because we like the show, right? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I said the characters are okay. Like, I, I said that. That seems yeah. vaguely positive. Yeah, you know. So, they're all, they're all, but, it's filled with attractive people. I don't know if well, you want to say that. We, yeah. talk, we, talk, we talk about, like, you know, pain. But, Bob, are, are there... Are there positive motivations for for continuing to, you know, obviously make videos and, and talk about Supernatural? Yeah, I mean... It was a very good show um, for for a lot of it. I think, despite all of its flaws, um, I think I think it's unfortunate that it had so many flaws because I think it will eventually kind of become irrelevant. Uh, you know, not mm-hmm. not soon, hopefully. And it's it's a very good show, but um, you know, I I do think that it was a important stepping stone that a lot of shows will take further. Is what I mean. Um, they kind of like right, you know, cleared a path. Uh, and I think uh, eventually they will be overtaken by shows that carry on that legacy a little further. No Hopefully the Winchesters will end up being, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully the Winchesters will end up being one of them and actually grow from where the show got them uh, is my hope. It'll be interesting <laughs> in, in 10 years to see, you know, 
the video essays that discuss how maybe Supernatural did pave the way for these other shows to oh, be, yeah. be able to do the things that Supernatural sort of did with with the confession, um, but then sort of dropped the ball with it. it would be it'd be interesting to to see, like you say, that path forward, see where it leads us. So you're saying Absolutely. that uh, without Supernatural, we wouldn't have our flag main stuff. Is what is that? Is you were going the record to say? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, a one to one direct <laughs> correlation between that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> direct stuff. Uh, but yeah, no, definitely uh, having gone through film school uh, in like five to ten years, uh, people are going to be writing essays about this yeah. show. For sure. <laughs> people who haven't seen, like didn't grow up seeing the show are going to go research the show for essays. Yes. Uh, and it, I mean, interesting. People still talk about Buffy. People still talk about the X-Files. Oh, yeah. um, shows with maybe, I don't, I Okay. I was going to say lesser cultural impact. I don't know if that's fair to say, but people are still talking about those things. Right. And those things are 20 plus years old at this point, 30 years old in X-Files case. Um, so it is really feasible to imagine in, in the next five, 10 years, everything that people are going to be saying about supernatural still. And uh, and time is going to certainly change some perspectives on it. So um, it's, it's, it, I think it's got an interesting uh, path ahead of it. I think yeah. we, we talked about this a lot, but like it's supernatural is so unique in the time and the place of from which it lived. Like most people of a certain age uh, remember, you know, a social media website like Tumblr and, and just like th- that is so ingrained with supernatural in their brains, right? Like you can't, you can't mm-hmm. pull the two apart at all. Um, and it's just going to be one of those things that's always in the, the culture of zeitgeist. When you think about like this 10 to 15 year time period, um, I'll be curious if, like things continue on and like the show kind of retains the the fandom and the audience and people keep rewatching it. And like all of these new people coming in and I say new quote unquote, but like uh, a bunch of like, you know, newer podcasts that are approaching the show from just absolutely extraordinary angles and like doing some real interesting insight. If that keeps up, uh, I'll just be curious if the actors can refrain from putting their foot in their mouths and conventions every single time <laughs> they get up and talk. Yeah. So, uh, so. <laughs> whew, uh, those boys, I swear, just check in everybody. Just check in before yeah. you say something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. It's like me every convention because if anything goes wrong, everyone like will email me. I'll get just a string of emails being like, "Are you gonna make a video about that?" So like every convention's <laughs> coming up, I like just like sitting there like, "Please, please, just be very neutral. Just be, just be normal. Just, just be, be normal, normal, guys. Just be normal, guys." <laughs> God, I uh, I really did because you and I had DM'd back and forth um, to arrange this, and then all of the stuff with uh, Misha popped off, and I was like, "I bet that yeah. dude's inbox is just an, an insanity so cool. <laughs> right now." <laughs> yeah oh man yeah it's it's been a it's been a wild week i'm sure i'm absolutely sure and we don't i don't really want to get into the details on all that stuff i don't think this is really the appropriate platform or anything but just to say like since this is the first time we've recorded since any of that happened like Mm -hmm. if any of y'all are out there and you know no matter what sexuality you are like you're a person you're here you belong like we love you like that's just like full stop like you are a person <laughs> like you don't have to rely on anybody else to to, to, to prove your anything so anyway yeah. um, anyway i think that's it chris do you have any further questions is for that it oh i i yeah um i don't know um <laughs> it was an intense an intense couple of weeks like you said but um no i don't know if, if you have any if you have any parting words if you have anything that is really important to you to express then um no no pressure just uh, what's your what's the thesis statement for your entire entire personality yeah told you i left my notebook in my all right well we'll get the notebook we'll come back next time in that case where can you be found on the internet (laughs) um i'm bob west on everything on youtube tiktok twitter i'm technically on tumblr but i don't know how the site works so i'm not really excellent um yeah i'm just you know i'm out there making content i'm on ao3 i'm on everything search bob west see if i'm there i love it <laughs> absolutely love it well uh everybody go check out all of bob west's stuff i'll ha- i'll link some youtube videos and the show notes so you can go to a couple that i that i have watched that i think are good um in the meantime uh this has been another episode of monster of the week uh if you've been missing us you can hear us on our other podcast still his kingdom keeps where uh, chris and i have been discussing the tv show merlin uh which is just like supernatural but 
there's actually no buts to that. It's just like Supernatural. Come, it's come, just come, like Supernatural. Come, come, come watch, everybody. It's only five. It's like 60 episodes. It's like a, like yeah, a fifth. It's not even of, a lot. Yeah. It's, it's like a weekend. Yeah. You guys can get re- you can blow through this on Netflix. All of the original music is intact. It's great. Then you can listen to our podcast about it. It's a great time. Um, you can also support us by re- leaving ratings and reviews on various podcast platforms or uh, subscribing to us at patreon.com slash monster of the week. Uh, until then, Chris, what is our classic catchphrase that we always use when we end an episode? Um, stay cool, uh, stay classy, uh-huh. and stay quiet. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of hearing y'all yell. <laughs> Keep it down. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, cool. Excellent. Excellent. I uh yeah. I like that area a whole lot. I um I've been to New York City a couple of times visiting friends, uh, but my last job I had to travel all over the country doing uh like software installation kind of stuff. And um mm-hmm. just got to go to some real random places and that that like other New York <laughs> that nobody talks about is so so yeah. so beautiful. It's so good. So Yeah, we're 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 pretty and then we're really pretentious about the fact that we're pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, look at these oh, the catskills are so pretty we have apples you should come <laughs> one of my employees was from that area uh and we were based in phoenix at the time uh and mm-hmm. uh, we were on a trip uh and i'm southern born and bright born and raised so i eat like mm-hmm. you know crawfish out of the road ditches and all this other stuff um <laughs> So we were in Houston and they happened to be doing crawfish and um she was like I have never she goes I I can eat seafood she goes but I you know even though I grew up kind of close to the ocean like I don't I'm not I'm not really a seafood person like what is this and um so I told <laughs> I got the I'm such a mean boss I got the waiter to like put like one of those like silver dish pans um like on top of the plate mm-hmm. of crawfish so that he, he could, <laughs> so when he came out he could like like open it with a flourish and, <laughs> and she screamed so loud <laughs> it was oh, no. i felt so bad she was just genuinely <laughs> shocked and and horrified at the the mud bugs oh my god amazing well it says a guest is here i don't I wonder if this is, has to be chris i mean i didn't <laughs> It's either Chris or that one patron that you talked about. <laughs> <laughs> they found me. They're just stalking me really hard. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully not. Hey, Hello. It's, it's Chris. Hey, sorry, I could not get um, Discord open. I know we're not using Discord, but you sent me the link to this. Yes, <laughs> on Discord. Discord. I didn't know what the best so, way to do it would be. So, uh, anyway, hi, hello, hi. hello. Um. I know we don't usually use Syncaster, Chris, but you might want to hit settings and make sure the audio input is set to your correct mic so we don't have a think a repeat it, experience. Yeah. It's yes, it's using it's using the right camera. Excellent. Camera. I just geez, sorry, it's been a long day. It's using the right <laughs> microphone. I'm not using any camera at all. Yeah. I, I specifically said no to the video chat. I, I'm just filming myself while I do this. <laughs> that's patreon content right there boy yeah it's just me alone in this disaster of a room <laughs> you can only hear my audio <laughs> uh, it's performance art yeah. yeah exactly anyway hi bob nice to meet you hi nice to meet you too <laughs> um i told bob i figured we'd just kind of start this uh casual style we'll introduce ourselves um and then just kind of ask him questions and see where the conversation goes from there uh, unless you have some specific stuff you want to talk about chris i don't know i don't have any pointed attacks to direct okay. his way so um <laughs> Damn, i've been preparing all week <laughs> i only i only interview uh with hostility so there won't be any interviewing for me <laughs> We went through every every YouTube video you have and uh, created a list of the worst. Here are comments. all the things that I'm mad about. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I work in the film industry. I only take criticism. Okay. All right. Imagine, imagine just that we set this up like it was going to be a fun conversation, and then I'm like, no, I have a notebook and I have things to go over. <laughs> yeah, Chris came in with an agenda. <laughs> Uh, Chris, the nicest guy in podcasting, came in for the first time ever with an agenda. I'm heated, and I don't know why. <laughs> I think I'm taking up my anger on the wrong person, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> oh man! Okay, enough horsing around. Chris, was was the wedding good? Did you have a good time at your wedding? Uh, not your wedding, um, but your sister's. Not wedding. my wedding. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was okay. It was like, well, the, like the three days of, of events leading up to it were pretty fun. By the time we got to the actual wedding, and I realized I was in a room with two hundred people for the first time in many years. Um, that part wasn't as fun for me. Yeah, no, no <laughs> but doubt. Then my nephew needed to go to sleep, so uh, I was like, oh, I'll just I'll take him back to the hotel and, and watch his baby monitor and then watch TV. So that worked out for me. <laughs> Perfect. That sounds like a dream, a dream. Like, and then you get to be yeah. like perfect. Perfect Uncle Chris. wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you get to, you get to the uh, added thing of being like, Oh look, I'm doing a nice thing for you. Exactly. Exactly. And he never even woke up. So I just like, I just drank. I watched baseball, which is sort of rare for me, but it was still, I was, you know, it was good. It was away. I was I away like from the a, crowd. That's, that's a good uncle thing to do. Like you were in your uncle's zone, so you were like, "I gotta watch. Yeah. I, gotta, I gotta watch the oh, pads." Dude, I was, <laughs> I was fully unked out. 
Anyway, yes, uh, yeah, the wedding was the wedding was all right. My sister had a blast, and it was her wedding, so you know that's important. <laughs> that's that's all um, that matters. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, what's up? Is that, is that what we're here to talk about? Yeah, yeah. It was just <laughs> a, I, I brought Bob on to talk about your sister's wedding. Oh, so. yeah. I didn't I even know you guys knew my sister. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, this is gonna be fun. Um, <laughs> Well, I guess we'll jump into it. Like I said, Bob, I'll do, I'm Jeremy, and then you'll, I'm Chris, and then just say, I'm Bob, and then I'll kind of introduce the podcast and go from there. Sounds good. Chris, are you, are you, are you ready to rock? I'm, I'm on the verge of a sneeze, but let's just, let's just play it. Let's just see what happens. No, no, I mean, we can wait. How long do you want us to wait? 60 seconds. I don't know how, I, 90 it, seconds. It, I talked about sneezes gone. Um, so if this sneaks up on me, I, that's your fault. But let's uh, just roll. Oh, wow. Okay. That's fine. So you do have a lot of hostility. I told you I'm hostile today. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be directed towards me. I don't like it. All right. Tar random targets. All right. Sorry. I'm going to uh, start recording in Zencaster. Um, Bob, if you'd like to record locally, you absolutely can. Otherwise, this program should take care of everything for us. So, uh, Yeah, I have no idea how to do that. So you're good. Okay, cool. Good. This is, this is all going to work out really well. Then. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Um, <clears throat> Thank you. 